0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Hey, coach, how you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, Yeah. So you guys um, have had a lot of success on defense in the second half, having let opponents score in the third quarter and outside of the Arizona game when you had your backups and didn't let any team score in the fourth quarter. Um, How much of that you think is like a success of halftime adjustments?
0: And are you hoping to really just like change that in the first half as well?
1: Yeah, that would be nice for sure. Yeah. I mean, definitely give it credit to our players and our coaches. Um, You know, we, it's not really halftime adjustments. It's, even, it's in-game adjustments and, uh, you know, in between series. Uh, and so, you know, Coach K and uh, the rest of the defensive staff, uh, they do an excellent job of, of getting our players ahead of the plays that we're seeing. And, you know, those two opponents did a really nice job of doing some things um, that have hurt us. And, uh, but I think we've also done a really good job of responding and making sure that those plays don't continue to hurt us during the game. And I think that's what you've been able to see.
0: All right, Lars, and then Chris, go ahead, Lars. Hey, Coach, I saw that Cooper McDonald is officially listed on the two deeps. Just kind of, what have you seen from him in the first three games, and what has allowed him to have such an early impact as a freshman?
1: Yeah, it was really the confidence that uh, uh, that he showed, and he showed us as coaches uh, during training camp making a bunch of plays, and you could just kind of tell he just had that vibe about him that uh, that this thing that this game wasn't too big for him, and uh, and he was and he was ready to uh, you know be able to, to produce and and, uh, and get some results for us. So when, when, when guys show that and they know what they're doing uh, schematically and fundamentally, we're going to give those guys more reps and more reps. And it's really always difficult for the lines, the D line and also the offensive line to play early. And so I am really, really happy with the development of Cooper McDonald and Savelle Smalls.
0: All right, Chris fetters. And then Mike Varel, go ahead, Chris.
1: Yeah, I was, um, the
0: intellectual brutality thing with Stanford is something that's always interested me. And in talking to some of the Stanford people that I know this week, they feel like that's kind of been missing since um, the the best Shaw teams and the best Stanford teams, you know, five, seven years, eight years ago. And I was wondering if you feel like there's any truth to that, especially when you see some of the numbers, like their run defense numbers and things. It just It doesn't feel like it adds up to what Stanford has done really well in the past.
1: Yeah. uh, We, we have a bunch of respect for Stanford and the way they play football. And this is always one of the most physical teams that we play year in and year out, especially in the North. We play these guys every single year. Um, We, we watch the film and and we see a physical team in all three phases. And, um, you know, obviously I'm not down there with their program day in and day out. I don't know, you know, if they have any issues uh, that, that you're speaking of, Chris, but I know this, the film we watch, they're physical in the run game on both sides of the ball, they're physical and special teams. Uh, they had, they enjoy having big personnel, uh, you know, through their lines. And, uh, we know that this will probably be the most physical game of 2020 on Saturday afternoon.
0: All right, Mike Farrell, then Dan Raley. Go ahead, Mike.
1: Yeah, Jimmy. Um, we've seen Dylan make some plays moving specifically to his left where he's able to kind of escape the pocket or just create time for himself, you know, the, the K dot and go ahead score being one of them. I'm wondering, you know, people may not think that when they look at him, but how does he um, work and operate in in creating time for himself and resetting the pocket and that kind of stuff? Yeah. A big time credit for, to Dylan Morris, obviously being able to see the field and, and uh, you know, in those certain situations, be able to buy time. And uh, just like you mentioned, moving to his left uh, to hit Cade for the game winner. And then against uh, Arizona, he had Ty Jones on a big conversion. And Ty Jones made a big a big catch there. But it really goes back to fundamentals. And Coach, Don- Coach uh, John Donovan, uh, I see those drills every single day. I saw him in training camp. Uh, you know, they, they will have uh, defensive players go up into his face. And he's got to see the pocket, rip through the pocket, and move laterally left to right. And it's really cool when you're able to see a drill in practice and then show up in a practice clip against our defense and then now transitions over uh, to the game. And that's what we always talk about. Practice execution becomes game reality. And uh, I think Coach Donovan's done a fantastic job with that quarterback room.
0: All right, Dan Reilly, then Christian. Go ahead, Dan.
1: Uh, Jimmy Zion is on a statistical tear almost like a
0: Ken Griffey Jr. hitting seven home runs in a game I know the fans are all talking about it Stanford may come out and triple team him and prevent him from getting any sacks but are you over and above being the coach are you curious to see what he can keep doing from a stat end of it
1: yeah I mean I we're obviously very pleased with his production and you're you're right Dan this is uh this is He's on a hot streak right now, to say the least. I don't know if I've seen a three-game stretch uh, with uh, with that stat line, with the forced fumbles, the sacks, the fumble recoveries, the tackles. And, um, you know, he's come to work every single week. Even after all the accolades, the players of the week and the production, he just comes right back to work. And I can tell uh, Husky Nation everybody, he came back to work this week again. Just went back down, figure out what the game plan is, what moves he's going to use this week that – we feel we're going to give him the best shot to get to the quarterback and also to stop the run. He's come back to work. And as long as he shows up on Saturday uh, with the right mindset, we're hoping we see uh, the same type of results.
0: All right. We'll take four more Christian, Kim, Lars, Moz. Go ahead, Christian.
1: Hey, Jimmy, with this being senior day, um, I know we've seen recently like Elijah and Keith Taylor have accepted senior bowl invites. Um, Is there anybody else who, who you know is planning to move on and, and anybody who you know is, is planning to come back next year for that extra year? Yeah, it's such an interesting time. Uh, you know, there's the two, that guys that you mentioned, I think uh, it's fair, it's fair to say that, uh, you know, they'll be, they'll be moving on. They've played a lot of football around here, played a made some big time plays for this program. Um, and then, you know, I think there's still, there's still decisions to be made. Uh, in fact, there's going to be some, Seniors who may go through the ceremony on Saturday that maybe haven't don't have their mind made up just yet, and we've had guys before. Uh, I think Josiah Bronson was one last year that went through the senior production, and then all of a sudden was granted another year, and then he came back. We've had guys go through it twice, and that I think is going to be the case again this year. Uh, guys maybe do not have uh, their full decision uh, made just yet, just in this this awkward year, and so we may have guys that that go through the ceremony that come back next year. We may have guys that don't go through the ceremony. And then, you know, and then a couple of weeks from now, they may decide, you know what, I am going to come back for my senior year. So don't let the senior ceremony be uh, breaking news of who's staying and who's going.
0: All right. We'll go to Kim and then Lars. Go, go ahead, Kim.
1: Hey coach. Uh, cool video out yesterday uh, with Sean Vergara and uh, his shoe company. I know he made a pair for coach Pete. Did he make a, set for you? And then also, was there a little bit of a smile on your face when you saw the one o'clock start and any concern about your guys having a free Saturday night? So first of all, we were happy that we're having a game. Um, I could care less what time it is. Uh, you know, we, we, we practice in the morning so they can start at 7am, 7 730, eight o'clock, o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we don't care. And we are extremely grateful that we have a game and that our opponent is healthy and that we're healthy. Let me knock on wood. <laughs> as we approach uh, <laughs> the last 48 hours here. And, um, again, fellas, you're never going to hear me talk about game times. We have a game. We are happy to play. And, uh, yeah, to your first question, so proud of Sean Begara. He, was, uh, he meant so, so much to this program while he was here. He gave uh, every blood, sweat, practice, pre- preparation, uh, you know, spent a lot of time down on scout defense, but then he also played the special teams for us. And for him to follow his passion and, uh, you know, use his unique artistic skills uh, to, to be able to do that for a living is, is extremely special. Uh, the set of shoes that I, I wore, I actually wore one of them during my pitch for the Seattle Mariners with a space needle on there. And then has uh, Husky stadium on the other one. Those are still here in the facility and we show those off. Uh, they're, they're, I think one's in my office and one's out in our, out on our recruiting lounge. So, uh, we we thank him for for letting those stay here, uh, but Sean's a special special dog, and he'll always be a dog.
0: All right, Lars Hansen, go ahead. Yeah, just to piggyback off of that, do you remember when Sean came in just as a freshman? Because he mentioned that he'd been doing that since he was in high school. Do you just remember him ever talking about that, or ever learning about that, and kind of went...
1: his artistic skills? You're asking, Lars. Yeah. You, no, we didn't. So he we had a uh, we had a tryout. Uh, for all campus wide, I, I, it was in January, I believe, right after the season's concluded. and um, he went out there and we watched and we're like, whoa, this guy's this guy's in the ballpark. Um, and you know what? I think whoever who actually talked him into walking on now that I'm remembering this or coming to to walk out tryout is Kevin King. Kevin King used to play pickup basketball with him in the IMA. And uh, I remember him telling me how athletic Sean was. And so he invited him and said, "Hey, you need to come walk. You needed to come to the walk-on tryout." And he went out there, and and sure enough, extremely athletic and smart, and followed the drills. And we were we felt we had something where we could use him and uh, and develop him. But the artistic skills, I didn't I didn't know about that until later on uh, when I started hearing from the players about uh, about how good uh, he is and how talented he is. But special story, really special story.
0: All right, Masvita, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, just uh, going back to talking about the consistency and commitment of this team and you gave Zion as an example, the in game adjustments. And did you see anything from the team during the preseason that they would be so focused was any aha moment you saw and how pleased are you at their staying in the moment on each play? Yeah, I think our whole coaching staff was uh, extremely pleased with our training camp. We, uh, we felt we practiced at a really high level. We practice a bunch of situations all the time. I, we all pride ourselves on, on running a, an NFL-type practice, an NFL-type training camp, which you have to be totally engaged in because you have to know which situation we're bouncing back and forth uh, from. Uh, I, I know our players really enjoyed training camp because they were fully engaged in every situation that we bring up and it brought out their competitive juices. And so I think as a coaching staff, we were definitely not surprised uh, that we we're able to operate and be able to perform at a high level in some crucial situations so far.
0: All right, we will take one last one from Christian Capel. Go ahead, Christian.
1: Hey, Jimmy, you mentioned last week that because of, of COVID-19, you don't have any um, of the, like the recruiting assistance that you typically would. I'm just curious how you compensate for that and, you know, sort of where do those, those duties get assigned with, you know, having to, to cut up tape and, and get materials out and those sort of things? Yeah. So the interesting thing is uh, there's not a lot of film to cut up. <laughs> there's no, so our, our recruiting hotbeds that we normally recruit from, there's no football being played uh, in most of those spots. So you think about California, you think about Washington, Oregon, and, um, you know, there's some like select games being played in Arizona and. And, uh, you know, Idaho, Montana, and, and of course, Texas started late and there's there's some tape there. So, uh, you know, the tape that we're that is being cut up now is, is from the rest of our recruiting staff. we still have. A, we have a recruiting staff that's that's here. You know Justin Glenn and Cornelius Washington and Brian Watkins. Um, and so we have an unbelievable recruiting staff and they've uh, taken on a lot of that role uh, to, to really break down uh, some of the tapes that are out there. And, you know, also our quality control coaches and our graduate assistants, you know, back in the short time ago, uh, that was all we had was was graduate assistants that would do a bunch of that work. But we miss our student interns. We cannot wait for life to get back to normal. Uh, we know they take a lot of pride in, in doing a lot of work uh, for our program, and they're a big part of our recruiting efforts over the years.
0: All right. That'll wrap us up. Thank you, coach. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you Saturday. <laughs>